Hello and welcome back to Future Prairie Radio, where we speak with marginalized artists about practice, process, and the future. This is season six, episode 12, At Last I See You, with Ricardo Nagaoka. Ricardo is a Portland-based photographer. He had a show last year called At Last I See You. And it was an exhibition of his photographs that challenged societal ideals of masculinity in the United States, particularly those of Asian men. The exhibition has beautiful, intimate portraits of his friends and family members and acquaintances in their own homes to depict this tense undercurrent that counters the preconceptions of maleness. His exhibition also looked into the historical marginalization and racist representations of Asian men in the United States. The show debuted at Melanie Flood Projects and was an incredible success. I wanted to speak with him some more to learn about his practice, his process, and what he thinks about his work moving forward. He was able to make this work in part thanks to a financial grant from the Regional Arts and Culture Council. They helped him with the final cost of producing the pieces for the show. I was really excited to speak with him, and I hope after you listen, you get a chance to look through his website where you can see some of his beautiful work and other projects. It's ricardonagoka.com. That's R-I-C-A-R-D-O-N-A-G-A-O-K-A.com. Please enjoy, Ricardo. My name is Ricardo Nagaoka and based in Portland, Oregon, and um, I've lived here for seven years now. I identify as of Japanese descent, but I also grew up in South America, specifically in Paraguay. So I kind of have this background of being culturally Latino, and I'm also identify as a man. And so my work kind of is this intersection of all of these different backgrounds. I'd say that it's not that I'm directly trying to comment on, you know, Japanese culture, Latino culture. It's mostly that that all those experiences and lived experiences inform my work in, you know, different ways, both subconscious and consciously in this body of work that is currently showing up Melanie Flood. Um, and it's been an ongoing body of work for a few years. And I can't really imagine myself not making this work for the long term is really about examining masculinity both in the spectrum of it and also sort of trying to be more generative in conversations surrounding masculinity as opposed to just breaking down what has been seen as toxic masculinity, which, you know, obviously needs to be broken down and there's still a lot of work to be done there. But I'm personally more interested in seeing how to be generative around that conversation. I am a visual artist. I, I'm not, I don't expect my work to necessarily you know, create deep social change. I think more than anything as artists, we're observers and we sort of reflect the realities of the world, both in subjecting an objective form back to a viewer. And so, yeah, I mean, with my work, I try to explore like, yeah, the, the sort of whole spectrum that doesn't just examine masculinity as whether it's a more feminized masculinity or, or a more like, you know, aggressively masculine form. I'm more interested in in kind of relating each form or each expression of masculinity within the context of masculinity in terms of like gender roles. So it's not just that 
I'm trying to say, let's redefine masculinity by making it more feminine, which there's nothing wrong with that. And it's something that I identify with sometimes. I think it's, it, for my work, it's, it's more about how is it that we can see these different forms of masculinity that doesn't just relegate back to the binary, um, but actually can be a different form within masculinity itself. To sort of give like a, a some emotions that I've been trying to chase with the with the show and, and the work as a whole. So the, the exhibition itself is called At Last I See You, um, which comes from this work obviously is very personal and but the title itself I titled it in the first person and kept it very open-ended, keeping it open enough that people can interpret it in their own manner and in some ways see themselves reflected through these images of other people. And so the show itself is a collection of portraits of people who identify as masculine or are non-binary but or and more masculine presenting kind of the whole spectrum. Often most of them are in the domestic space. And so that's something that is a huge underlying theme in my work is this interplay of the the domestic space and the masculine body and how does that interact and you know these ideas of domesticity often being seen as feminine which obviously have validity and and, and it is a real part of how we're socialized uh, but i'm really interested in this idea of like the domestic space is often the only place that masculinity is allowed to be vulnerable or people who identify as masculine or, or men it's the only space where they can feel safe to be vulnerable and so uh, or at least uh, express themselves in ways that maybe maybe the world doesn't want to accept them for and so yeah that that is kind of the the idea behind photographing people in their own spaces or uh, somewhere that is sort of uh, a safe haven for them one of my proudest moments in, in recent times is uh, I've sort of decided to pivot my strategy in making images. Uh, whereas before, for years, I worked more in the more classical documentary tradition. It's not that I've completely abandoned that function of working. You know, all photography to a certain extent is documentary. I, I made this conscious effort to sort of pivot away from making images in that way you know, to be more specific, like, as opposed to going out into the world and sort of documenting things as I see them. Now I have sort of shifted into creating images uh, from scratch, like, you know, there's no artist's hand, it's still a camera, but, but sort of creating the situation. And I'm still drawing from my experience and from the documentary tradition. But the image itself is a lot more, uh, I don't want to say manufactured um because that can sometimes you know quite to disingenuous but but it is you know it is more staged per se than more traditional documentary image would be so yeah that was a pretty scary and um daunting leap for me to make as the artist and uh to see it sort of play out in the way it has and, and seeing the sort of images that have come out of this new way of working have been very rewarding it's basically just more going from being a more passive um, observer into being a much more active. And not that I was like a fly in the wall type photographer ever. It's more just that the process is much, much more involved uh, now than it was before. I've known Denzel for five years, coming on five years now. We, um, we used to live in the same duplex house and that's how we became friends. And uh, 
and yeah, he's he's sort of been amused over the years, and I've been photographing him in different contexts for yeah for many years now. And uh, he has his project a like free jazz, more performative project as opposed to just a, a jazz band kind of performance. And so I've always loved how his sort of exploration of jazz, being a, a trombonist, but yeah, his his exploration of jazz pretty intensely and like unafraid to like be openly personal jazz like any other music genre is can be very personal but uh he's always incorporated storytelling and spoken word and uh the way that he performs is is very akin to like performance art and so that individuality within his performance as a musician has always really struck me and so it kind of just made sense for the show you know it's uh he doesn't he's not in the show um in terms of there's no image of him but i photographed him for many a year now and uh and yeah to see him play you know this intensely personal project within the context of the show just uh it just felt right both emotionally and also filling the space with sound which is something that we don't often get to do as visual artists so to have that aspect was uh, really special what was shown at melanie flood was um, such a small sliver of like what i have and there's so much more that i want to keep making so yeah i mean this work will just continue to grow i will hopefully be able to show it more and in different contexts and in different cities and uh yeah i mean my hope with the work is to sort of like i mentioned at the beginning just expand these conversations about masculinity and our collective understanding of it beyond just the binary so sometime like you know i'm not speaking for a majority but just like certain mainstream conversations about masculinity have in the past been boiled down to like you know let's move away from the binary but then it just becomes this binary conversation of you know healthy masculinity is just femininity which like there's some truth to that but like that's also not the whole truth and so i'm just kind of interested in continuing to ask those questions This episode was sponsored by Oregon Humanities and the Oregon Community Foundation. Written and produced by me, Joni Whitworth, and edited by Dominic Armstrong. If you have any questions for us or feedback about the show, I hope you'll feel free to reach out at any time, futureprairie.com, or hit us up on social media at futureprairie.